Tonight we're going to talk a little bit about the full moon. We'll talk about what the full moon means, why it's known as the snow moon, why this is also um, the energy of Leo, why the full moon is in Leo and what that means. And I'll bring in a little bit of Vedic astrology tonight. We will talk about Magha Nakshatra, the lunar mansion this moon currently resides in from the Eastern world's perspective. And we're gonna do a breathwork practice tonight. We're gonna to do a little bit of lion's breathing. So if you are ready to learn about the moon, let's dive in, let's get started right now. Namaste, and welcome to the Follow Your Path podcast. I'm your host, Vina Lene Rachel. I'm a moon priestess, intuitive, emotional alchemist, and channeler of the divine, and I've been diving into the world of the spiritual and metaphysical for over a decade now to self-heal my own trauma, become more emotionally stable, and cultivate my manifestation magic. I am so excited to now be bringing these same tools and techniques to you on this channel. There are a variety of ways for us to work on our higher selves. We can use practices like yoga, meditation, and breath work. We can receive energy work, crystal healing, or pull to row and oracle cards. We can call in our angels, ancestors, spirit guides, spirit animals, or more or maybe we find more alignment with astrology and the moon. I'm going to hold space for it all here on this channel. As you navigate each episode, I hope you find the guidance and wisdom you need to find your own path of self-healing and magic. May you become confident and courageous enough to continue to follow the path that best serves you. Thank you so much for tuning into this channel and trusting me to be a part of your unique journey. It truly is an honor to do this work and be here. Let's dive into today's episode. Okay, I think we are going to go ahead and get started. So I always like to start with a deep breath. Let's find a tall, supportive spine, find your posture, and wherever you are, take a deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth, maybe just shake out your body, loosen up, ground in. Let's take another deep breath in, deep breath out, even a little sound if you need to. We're in that lion energy. If you need to let your throat roar, go for it. Let's take one more breath. I'm gonna bring my arms overhead to take a little stretch. Exhale. <sighs> Feels good to take those deep breaths. So if you hear a little background noise, I am here in my home office. I do have the window open right now. It's raining, it's really warm and nice, and we're gonna be smudging, so I wanna make sure I have a space for that smudge smoke to go. And then after we're done with that, I'll probably shut the window to reduce the noise a little bit. But hey, it's a fiery, energetic Leo moon and it aligns with the energy. Sometimes moons pull us to be more social. This is one of those moons where we're feeling a little more external and we might be a little bit 
I'm more active or excitable. So we'll just let all of that excitable worldly energy just move all around us while we're here in this space. And I welcome you to this space. My name is Vina Lene Rachel. If you've never tuned into a transmission with me before, I host these free virtual moon circles every new moon and full moon for now here on Facebook. And I usually put up the recordings of these within 24 to 48 hours on my YouTube channel, on my podcast, and also on my website. So if you can't tune in right away, no worries. You can always catch the replay. The replay video stays up here on Facebook as well, if that's where you're tuning in. And yeah, I've been working with the moon for about eight to nine years now. I revolve my whole life around the moon. I revolve my business around the moon. My yoga studio is called Mother Moon Yoga. I manifest with the moon. I release with the moon. I set goals with the moon. I do it all with the moon. And I have a Cancer Moon husband and a Cancer Moon child. <laughs> so I think it was just part of my destiny. So tonight we're going to talk a little bit about the full moon. We'll talk about what the full moon means, why it's known as the snow moon, why this is also um, the energy of Leo, why the full moon is in Leo and what that means. And I'll bring in a little bit of Vedic astrology tonight. We will talk about Magha Nakshatra, the lunar mansion this moon currently resides in from the Eastern world's perspective. And we're going to do a breathwork practice tonight. We're going to do a little bit of lion's breathing. So if you are ready to learn about the moon, Let's dive in. Let's get started right now. First, I want to know if you have any questions. If you have any questions, feel free to put those in the comments or just if anything's coming up for you. I'm curious to know how you're feeling with this moon. Are you a Leo sun, a Leo moon, a Leo rising? I'd also be curious to know if you're a fire sign. Fire signs are impacted right now. Air signs are impacted right now. And so are Taurus and Libra signs because there's um, an alignment happening right now with Venus and Mars. So if you're ruled by Aries, you might be impacted right now. In other words, this moon is pretty much impacting all of us in some form or fashion. So let's talk about what that means. First off, just generically, anytime we have a full moon, if we were up in space, if I was planet Earth, my earthly human body, we would have the sun on one side and the moon on the other side. So the sun is reflecting its light onto the moon and we see that. We see that light side of the moon shining down on us right now. That's also why it's easier to see outside at night without any flashlights or any light assistance. And it's also a time when we're more energetic because we have that solar energy and solar energy is yang energy, it's masculine energy. So when we have a full moon, we have increased prana or life force energy, and we're also gravitationally pulled up towards the moon. So on Earth, we're a little lighter right now. It's not a lot. It's not like you'll step on a scale and be five pounds lighter, but you will feel subtle differences in your energy and subtle differences in your body. So you might feel pulled more into the upper regions of your body, your heart, your throat, your third eye, and your crown. You might just be in your head, overactive with your thoughts. You might be overactive with your 
throat chakra with expressing yourself or expressing your emotions or you might have words coming out in a fiery fashion just because we have all of that extra solar energy or you might just feel yourself kind of distracted right now maybe imbalanced maybe you're a little clumsy right now um you're feeling the need to dissociate that's a little bit of that crown chakra energy all of that is perfectly normal during a full moon. You know, the full moon is not always full, right? The moon will shift into a different phase and our energy shifts into different phases as well. So sometimes we feel really low, really grounded, maybe even low, low frequency. Sometimes we feel peaceful and harmonized and calm. Other times we feel heightened with that extra prana and we're probably in that time right now. Sarah says she is a Leo sun, a Virgo moon, and a Libra rising. Okay, so first off, your Leo sun, you're definitely going to be feeling that right now, but pay attention to the next full moon coming up on March 18th, Sarah, because that is a Virgo moon. So you're going to be impacted by that one. And then also because you're a Libra rising, you're probably going to feel some of this Mars Venus energy right now, which we'll talk about here in a bit. Uh, Dana says, hello, first time here. Welcome, Dana. She is a Taurus. Feelings of resentment and anger have been around these past three days. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, totally makes sense because, again, this Mars and Venus, um, Graha Yuda, they're within one degree of each other in alignment, and it's impacting our energy. So I'm going to talk about this um, anger and just this like frustration and this tension that we're feeling right now energetically. But first, let's talk a little bit more about the Leo moon. And we have every full moon, right? Every full moon happens each month. But depending on what sign the moon is in, it's going to impact us in a different way. So first off, I'm a Libra sun. I'm a Capricorn moon. And I'm a Leo rising. So a rising sign is how we show up to the world. And I'm a Leo rising. And can you tell, sometimes my energy is different with different moon circles. But today I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling that Leo energy. I'm feeling really hyped up. So right now the moon is in the sign of Leo. Now in the zodiacal world, the sun is in the sign of Aquarius and it's been that way since January 19th. Now when we're in full moon energy, remember we're opposite of the sun. So we're going to be in the sign opposite of the sun sign. Leo is opposite Aquarius in the zodiacal wheel. That's why the full moon is in Leo right now. Next sun season coming up here on February 18th, just in a couple of days, we're going to shift over to Pisces season. And during that sun season of Pisces, as I just mentioned to Sarah, we will experience a full moon in Virgo around March 18th. So that explains the the signs of the moon and why they... Um, can't get my words right. I'll tell you why in a minute. <laughs> but that explains um, the planetary alignment, but also the zodiacal alignment and how you can determine what sign the full moon is in. It's just opposite of the current sun sign. So when we have a full moon in Leo, we're embracing the energy of the cosmic lion. This is a fire sign, and this is um, fixed fire, which means that it burns and it burns and it burns and it burns and it burns. And if you've ever met Leos, they're really energetic they're really active and they're usually known as a life of the party like they can party until the sun comes up usually sarah let me know if <laughs> i know it's true 
It's true. Uh, <laughs> if there's any other Leos on the transmission, let me know if it's true for you too. Um, yeah, so we have this lion energy and you've got to think about the lion though, right? The lions are up at night, right? They hunt at night. They're really active during the night. During the day, not so much. They like to take their little cat naps and lounge around. But there is a balance to that energy, right? And we're being called to find that same balance now. We're in full moon energy, which means that we're halfway through the current lunar cycle. Back in the new moon, we were in an energy of dreaming, of planning, of resting. Now we're in the full moon. It's time to take action. So we take action around finding more balance and feeling good, feeling peaceful, feeling more harmonious with our own energy. So this is a time to take action in regards to what you need to change to find more alignment. Now we also have to consider that fire energy. We're always in an energy of fire during a full moon because we have that solar energy reflecting on us. But when we have a um, fiery full moon in a fire sign, we have extra fire. So Dana, that's part of it, right? That extra fire that you're feeling is probably just this enhanced fiery energy of a fire sign and a full moon combining. But when we're in the fire energy of Leo, we feel really fired up. We feel fired up from our hearts, from our hearts' desires. We feel fired up with a lot of love. We just had Valentine's Day a couple of days ago. This is a time when we really start to feel that energy of just the fires of our internal flames, right? So if you've been feeling the need to tell somebody that you love them. This is a great full moon to do it. In India, this is actually a time when we honor our ancestors and our lost loved ones. And it's kind of interesting because tomorrow will mark 10 years since you, losing my father. And losing my father was what ignited my own spiritual awakening. So you talk about fire energy. I think that's really interesting from my own personal perspective. But just going back to the energy of fire in general, you're going to feel really fired up right now from your heart. So Aquarius season is a time when we start to discover our gifts, when we start to follow our callings, when we start to listen to the things that pull to us that actually bring us more alignment and bring us more joy and probably bring us more growth and abundance. When we're in the full moon of that season of Aquarius, we're having light shine down on all of the things that make us special. All of the things that make us unique. Our gifts, our psychic senses, our abilities, our capabilities. So this is a time to really step into those powers that you have, that come from your heart, that you know are a part of your truest self, that are a part of your ancient self. Maybe these are things that were passed down ancestrally, but whatever you feel called to right now, or whoever you feel called to right now, or maybe wherever you feel called to right now, it's time to direct your energy there. So speaking of directing energy, I want to open up our moon circle officially before we go further. I want to read this 
comment really quick. I've just got to open it up here. Sarah says, if she's comfortable, yes, she's the life of the party, but around new people, super shy and would rather stay in the shadows. So that has to do with your Virgo moon, that sign of the cosmic virgin, a little bit more reserved, a little bit more independent with their energy. Doesn't, doesn't need that like like your Leo sun needs that energy of like social scene, right? But your Virgo moon needs like really um, pure relationships, relationships that are balanced and like almost holy in their own way. If that make it probably makes sense to you that I'm saying that. But yeah, it's an energetic exchange that um, that is um, a high frequency. It's not a low frequency energetic exchange. So yeah. Okay, so let's open up our moon circle bringing in the five elements. I wanna start with the element of earth. I always bring in these elements. And by the way, if you have these, great. You can incorporate them tonight or in your own ceremony. But if you don't have them, the energy transfers through our transmission through the ether. So you still receive the energy of what I have here. I always start with earth elements. And I'm actually starting with carnelian tonight my ring lights reflecting there but this is carnelian and it's a little bit different on each side it's this blood red stone kind of in the shape of an egg here and carnelian is related to the heart so all matters of the heart maybe it's just physical matters of the heart if you're working with cardiovascular stuff circulatory stuff heart stuff this is lung stuff, respiratory stuff. This is a really good time to be supporting that with this moon, um, making sure that you're um, changing habits or making shifts that support your heart and your heart health. But also carnelian supports the energetics of the heart. So this is a great one to work with if you're trying to connect to your ancestors, to your bloodline. This is also great to enhance your prana, your life force energy. You know, you have that electrical pulse that comes out of your heart. Carnelian can help enhance that. And also just the energetic feelings of your heart, the emotions of your heart. So your relationships with others, your relationship to yourself, unconditional love, self-love, those energies are enhanced with carnelian as well. I also use rose quartz to work with the heart. So I have a little double terminated wand here representing the heart chakra, representing the energies of both and, and both. Do I need to say anything else? Left, right, masculine, feminine, high, low, sky, earth, all of it. But when we have um, rose quartz, we're working with the heart chakra as well. And this is an easier stone to find than the carnelian. If you're just looking for a simple stone, rose quartz will be a little less expensive as well. I also have a desert rose selenite that I'm working with in the shape of a rose. Isn't that gorgeous? So selenite is also known as moon stone. I have a little moonstone selenite wand here. And selenite actually charges other crystals. It's a master crystal. It's a master healer. It can charge your energy. It doesn't need to be charged itself, but it will crumble in water. So don't use it to charge your water. And then this desert rose selenite in the shape of a rose, just again, bringing in that sacred heart energy and the energy of air and fire, which are the elements of our heart. So thinking about the desert, the dry, hot desert air, 
This desert rose selenite represents that energy. Now, if you didn't have a um, desert rose selenite, that's okay. I also have a little rose rock here. If you happen to have a rose rock in your collection, anything that represents the heart, heart-shaped crystals in general, whatever they are. Jade is a great crystal to work with the heart, um, but anything that helps to either remind you of the heart or enhance heart energy. Maybe it's a pink stone, a green stone, a red stone, anything that works with your blood, bloodstone. There's so many energies that you can use in the crystal and gemstone world to work with the heart. So anything that it, um, calls to you, I would suggest working with that now with this Leo full moon. Moving on to the energy of earth in the form of a smudging stick. Tonight we're using the same Palo Santo stick that I used with the um, previous transmission. Uh, we didn't have a new moon in Aquarius transmission because unfortunately I was going through the fires. I was feeling a little under the weather. I had a pretty gnarly fever and I didn't, um, I didn't test because I just happened to be isolated for five plus days with weather and everything. But pretty sure I had the big C, if you know what I mean. But I had a hardcore fever for um, a night, and then the next night was when we were supposed to have that transmission, and I was just still feeling a little hazy and needed to rest and needed to conserve my energy. So this is from our full moon in Cancer. We used this Palo Santo last, and this is a really small Palo Santo stick. I've mentioned before that Palo Santo you want to make sure that you're sourcing it ethically, that it's coming from a sustainable place. It should be harvested from trees that have been dead at least seven years. The resin becomes more powerful the longer the tree is dead. And these come from the rainforest and from South America. And so we want to make sure that we are importing things in a sustainable and ethical matter, right? But Palo Santo is really potent at cleansing energy. And I love that it's from trees that have been dead at least seven years because every seven years is a new generation, right? And we have seven generations behind us and seven generations before us. And we're affected by that energy. And we have ancestral energy with this moon. So I wanted to bring in the cleansing smoke, the purifying magical smoke of Palo Santo tonight. I'm going to go ahead and bring that around me, around you, around our tech. Cleansing this space. It smells really nice. And notice how that smoke was really strong at first and now it's kind of burning out. That's how you know you're pretty much done smudging. I know some people have never smudged before. So just a little advice that make sure first I, that you have a window open or some source for the smoke to leave. I combined the earth element with the element of fire. It produced a wind element or air element of smoke. And you just let that burn. And you just cleanse your space. And this reduces bacteria in the air. This reduces microbes in the air. It really does purify. But it also reduces any negative energy. So see how that's not even, it's not even burning anymore really. So I know that the smudging is done. And then I also have the element of water. So I did charge up a vessel of moon water last night. So this is just some of the moon water. Um, that I made last night to make moon water, by the way, I've had a couple of messages, just any vessel that you want to put the water in. I do prefer glass over plastic. I know I have a Nalgene here that I'm showing on video, but I actually charge my um, water in this big um, glass vessel. 
And you can put the water out, actually outside underneath the moonlight, or you can just leave it inside, maybe in front of a window where the moonlight streams in. If it's raining, if it's cloudy, if it's overcast, if it's snowing, all of that stuff is fine. It's not going to impact the lunar energy. Your water is still going to absorb that lunar energy as long as it's got some view of the moon, some way to be underneath the night sky. So just open up your windows, stick it in front of a window inside your house or stick it outside. I know here in the Midwest, we're getting some weather tonight. So we, it might, you know, you might not want to put it outside. Remember that if you're in freezing temperatures, you don't want to fill your vessel of water all the way up. It will freeze and it will expand. So give yourself a little bit of space. But yes, moon water is great for kind of cooling that fire. It's great for cleansing and purifying and releasing, just like we did with the smudge. Great time to smudge right now as well. But this is an extra fiery moon, right? So what helps balance fire? Water. So we want to make sure that we're bringing in lots of water into our lunar portal. I also use water in the form of essential oils. So I don't have it with me. I forgot to grab it downstairs, but rose oil is another great one to work with. Remember that you can work with these um, things that remind you of rose or the heart. And rose oil is actually the highest frequency oil. So our bodies resonate at about 62 to 78 megahertz. So when you use oils that have a higher frequency than you, they help to raise your frequency. And that's why aromatherapy works for enhancing your mood. So if you happen to have rose oil, you might want to bring that in. Or maybe if you just have roses, you don't have to use the oil. You could um, put a couple of rose petals in your bath. You could put some rose petals, um, make a rose petal tea if those rose petals are organic and safe to do so. Or maybe you just have some rose petals and a little pot of water on the stove. Let it simmer. Maybe you mix it with some orange peels or something else. But there's other ways to bring in that frequency of oil with the power of water if you don't have the essential oil because it's quite expensive. Other oils that you can use, something that's less expensive is wild orange. So I just mentioned throwing orange peels in water. If you don't have orange oil, you could work with the power of orange. You could drink orange juice. That's a form of orange in water, right? But if you have wild orange, it's fairly inexpensive. I use doTERRA oils and wild orange is $12 and I use it for everything. I use it for cleaning. Um, speaking of cleaning with the full moon purifying, this is great for cleaning your bathrooms. Speaking of water, you can put a couple of drops of this of water in the tub. Um, it helps to get um, like the scum residue, the soap scum residue off. Anything you have that's sticky, so like a sticky label you're trying to clean off. I use repurposed glass for my bath salt, so I'll use um, like a drop of wild orange oil and a little bit of soap, and that gets the label off. So wild orange actually has a lot of uses. Um, but when we're using it here in ceremonial purposes, we're using it to connect to our sacral chakra, which is our internal moon. It's our energy center where our internal lunar energy resides, and it's also more of a feminine energy, and we want to be paying attention to that right now um, because Venus is affected right now. Again, I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but wild orange helps you um, to up-level your mood, so if you need to up-level your frequency, it also helps you to purify, and it ignites your senses. It ignites those fires of awareness. And it also helps you to walk on your wild side, right? Wild orange, wild cats, 
Leo energy, right? So we're thinking about bringing in a little bit more of our wild side with this moon, getting creative, having fun, being brave to express ourselves, maybe being wild romantically, maybe being wild socially, all of that um, wild orange can help support you with. Finally, I have ylang-ylang or alang-alang, depending on how you pronounce it, potato, potato, right? But ylang-ylang is the oil of the heart in the emotions world. It smells divine and it helps to work with circulation. So if you need help physically with your heart, it helps with your circulation, it helps with heart health, it helps with heart support, and also energetically, it's a harmonizing oil. So if you're feeling low frequency, it'll bring you back up to balance, kind of in that 62 to 78 megahertz range. If you're feeling anxious, overwhelmed, in your head, dissociated, too high frequency, too pranic, it'll bring you back down to a state of more peace and ease. So this is a great oil to use just to simply find balance. It's easy to remember, a lang a lang. It has two of the same thing, double balance, right? Both sides. And right now, Mars and Venus. There's a lot of tension between masculine and feminine, between yin and yang. And so yin ling can help to calm all of that if you need. Finally, I'm bringing in the element of the ether, this element that we're using to transmit through the internet, the interwebs, the way that we communicate throughout space and time, right? Because some of you are going to be tuning into the replay. Some of you are tuning in live right now. And the great thing about the ether is I mentioned all of these things, all of these elements that I've brought in, they're transmitting to you now, their energies, but also as people tune in in the future, this energy becomes more enhanced. The messages become more enhanced. The energy of our circle becomes more enhanced. So the ether is a magical space to work. And it's something that I've been connected to for almost four years now, doing these moon circles off and on. And I absolutely love this space because it gives me an opportunity to connect to people that I wouldn't have the opportunity to connect to, you know, here in my own space here in town. So with that, we have our five elements, we have our circle, I'm gonna grab a drink of water and then I'd like to bring in the guides and guardians of the five directions into our circle tonight as well. And there is something about moon water, it tastes so good. <laughs> I'm making my whole family drink moon water today, especially my Cancer Moon husband and Cancer Moon son and <laughs> I gave my husband a glass of water and he drank it like two hours later and he was like like how is it so cold because there's no ice in it and I said it's magic <laughs> it is it's magic so I have this selenite wand I mentioned this is a moonstone selenite wand I'm going to use this to bring in the guides and guardians I'm going to take this up and around in a clockwise direction bringing it back down I'm going to take a deep breath. If you'd like to join me, feel free to drop into this prayer. We start by inviting in the guides and guardians of the East with the element of air. We're so thankful for our breath. It brings in new prana, life force energy. Thank you for 
this breath that calms us, this breath that nourishes our heart, this breath that makes us feel alive. We thank you guys and guardians of the East and air for being in our circle tonight. We also bring in the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire, full, fiery, fixed, fiery, Leo full moon tonight, igniting our own fires, our drive for change, our drive to succeed, our fires of desire to do what we want and be who we are and go after what we want really show up to those desires. We're also thankful for the fire, for it helps us to burn away what no longer serves, creating ultimate transformation. We thank the guides and guardians of the South with their fire for being in our circle tonight. We invite in the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water on this snow moon. We know that the moon affects the tides, especially the full moons. We know that our own internal waters and tides and emotions are also impacted right now. And we trust in the energetic flux and flow that comes. We allow ourselves to process and we thank the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water for their support in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the North with their element of earth. We invite in our ancestors, seven generations behind us, seven generations ahead of us, our original ancestors, our own personal bloodline, our earth line. We invite in our spirit animals, our earthly magic, healing from the crystals and the oils that we use. We thank the guides and guardians of the earth with our element. We thank the guides for giving us the wisdom of what we need to know to move forward on this planet. We also bring in the guides and guardians of the fifth element, of the ether, of the other sacred realms that are around us, other dimensions, cosmic beings, deities, angels, archangels, healing white light, source energy, source consciousness, we don't even have to label it, but whatever's beyond this earthly planet, whatever we need to connect to, we also invite these energies into our circle tonight. And we thank the guides and guardians of the spirit realm and the fifth element for being here in our circle tonight. Hmm. With that, our circle is officially open. Welcome anyone that just happened to sign on. We've talked a little bit about the full moon, what that means. We've talked about the full moon in Leo, Leo energy. I'd like to talk a little bit more about other things going on in 
the astrological world and the astronomical world as well. The first thing happening is this particular full moon, the sun is conjunct with Jupiter. Jupiter is our planet of joy, abundance, good luck, fortune, and expansion. I'll take that energy. <laughs> it's enhanced right now. Jupiter is almost exact combust with the sun or what we call Kazemi. And at that time, the energy of that planet is exalted. So we already had this fun factor of Leo who's ruled by the sun, life of the party Leo. And now we have fun planet Jupiter coming in and both are saying, hey, have fun right now. Be joyful. If something's bringing you down, let it go. Because you deserve to be happy. And you deserve to have a life full of fun. Now, then we have this tension between Mars and Venus that I just mentioned. Mars and Venus right now are within one degree of each other. Planetarily, we call that a cosmic war, a planetary war, a planetary battle. In Vedic astrology, it's called the Graha Yuda. <laughs> it's going to be this way until March 11th. So this means that Mars, the planet of war, work, yang, the masculine, is within one degree of Venus, the planet of love, sex, relationship, pleasure, the feminine, yin. And sometimes when that happens, there can be a cohesive bond. That energy can be harmonized for conception. Maybe that's actual conception, fertility journey, right? But maybe it's just conception for evolution of our soul consciousness or evolution of our energy. It can also mean that the energies are canceling each other out right now or they're in battle with one another or there's tension, right? And we're probably feeling a little bit more of that. So Dana, this is what I was referring to earlier. And this is also what I referred to earlier when I mentioned if you're ruled by Mars, Aries, fire sign by the way, or if you're ruled by Venus, Taurus, and Libra. So if your sun, moon, or rising are in those signs, you're going to feel this tension. You're going to feel this energy. Now, I'm feeling it in a very cohesive way. Just personally, me and my husband have had a lot of tension over the past couple of years, which I think a lot of couples have during this great shift into a new earth and a new frequency and a new way of living. But since this shift, since Venus went direct, and then we've had this um, Graha Yuda between Mars and Venus, we've really come together. Our love has grown very recently in the past few weeks. We haven't, we haven't had a fight in a while. We're feeling like we want to support each other, like we want to lift each other up. We want to raise each other's frequencies. So you might be feeling that too. We just had Valentine's Day. But maybe you're feeling the other side of it. And if you're feeling that conflict right now, I would just ask you to be patient and maybe not make any rash decisions around it. Like if you're having tension with the opposite sex, 
maybe don't make an ultimate decision around that right now. Maybe make a temporary decision if you need to, but maybe wait until after March 11th, March 12th, when those planets kind of move apart from one another and things are a little bit easier. Just my suggestion. I would also just mention being patient because Mercury is still in its post-retrograde shadow until the 24th of February. So I mentioned that I'm a little weird with my words right now or I'm feeling a little, even throat chakra, I've got a little sinus stuff that I'm kind of feeling in my ear, nose, throat. Mercury retrograde, that has ended. It ended on the 3rd. But there is this post-retrograde shadow where Mercury is kind of in that, leaving us in that cosmic cloud of dust as it's passing on by. And so I was born in a Mercury post-retrograde shadow, and I'm always highly impacted at this time. I kid you not, in addition to me just like not being able to talk as well, my tech has been so weird and glitchy today in, in like weird ways I can't explain. Like I have somebody that messaged me on my business page on Facebook, and I, they are unavailable on Messenger. I cannot respond to them, yet they are continuing to message me but I cannot message them back. But I messaged them before, but right now I can't. <laughs> and then also, for those of you that are on my email list, I sent out my Moon um, e-newsletter today. By the way, you can go to my website and sign up real fast, real easy. I think you get a little freebie when you do it. Um, I was designing my email today. It's a template that I've used for almost two years. And for some reason, all of my headers were in like a weird, different font for no reason <laughs> and it's like you just can't make this up so yeah I'm just a little verbally challenged but I mentioned mercury post retrograde shadow because communication is still challenged right now and we might be feeling um, challenged when we try to express ourselves so if you're needing to have important conversations with somebody from the opposite sex that you're having tension with you just might want to wait a little bit longer, at least until the 25th of February, but if you can, until the 12th of March, things might be a little bit easier for you. Now, this also means that, again, we're being called to find that balance between the yin and the yang, right? Between work and rest, going and being, doing and being, dreaming and doing, right? I mentioned that we're in the full moon. We're halfway through the lunar cycle. So this is a time to make change around things so that we find more peace and we find more balance. Okay. Moving on, let's talk a little bit about the Vedic astrology of this moon. So let's get back to the moon and let's talk about things on the eastern side of the world. Now, I say this every single transmission. I'm not an expert in Vedic astrology. Now, in Western astrology, holler at your girl. <laughs> I do birth charts. I do birth chart readings. I do mini ones. If you just want to know your sun, moon, rising, I do those. I also do um, full charts with all of your planets, your missing element, your Chiron, your, um, your kind of your karmic destiny. Um, I do those charts as well. So I'm big on the Western astrology, but Eastern astrology is something that I'm still learning about. However, I like to bring in the energy of Vedic astrology with each moon circle because the energies usually align um, and they're usually very similar to what's going on in the Western side of the world. So in the Western side of the world, we are in Leo energy, right? We're in the Leo moon. In 
Vedic astrology on the eastern side of the world, we're in Magha, M-A-G-H-A, Magha Nakshatra. And this is a lunar mansion that resides right at the heart of the Leo constellation. So we're still in that lion-hearted energy. And it's really interesting because this particular nakshatra or lunar mansion, this actually coincides with the star Regulus. Regulus. And there's a very regal energy to this moon. There's a very royal energy to this moon. When we bring in the energy of the lion, we're bringing in that ultimate like king, queen, alpha, lion, lioness energy. And we're being called to claim and step into our sovereignty. It's time to rule your life, moon sisters and moon brothers. Don't let others take away your power or other things or other places or other relationships of some form or fashion. Don't let it take over your life. Don't let it take away your power. When the moon is in Madha Nakshatra, it's time to make change so that you feel more in control. Madha means magnificent, great one, mighty, power, gift. We're coming back to that gift energy, right? That Aquarius energy enhances. When we're in Magha Nakshatra, we're illuminating our gifts, the things that make us feel special, the things that when we actually use them and cultivate them, like when I'm using astrology because it's my jam, I've been into astrology since I was a girl, since I was a little girl. I used to read the Chinese zodiacs at the Chinese restaurants, um, the little tablecloths. I used to find out like what I was. I'd like to, um, you know, read the little horoscopes in the newspapers. I wanted to know about the sun and the moon. I was very attracted to celestial things. I love to look up and know where the constellations were. I love to just stargaze and moon gaze and, you know, watch the comets and all of that stuff. I've always been fascinated by that because that's something that actually is within me as a gift. It sets my heart on fire to learn about astrology, to dig into it, to help others learn about it, to talk about it. And so we're being asked to find these gifts within us that really fan our flames. And then, you know, this this moon is shining the light on him so that we can actually use them, that we can start to take action with them, that we can not just look at them and admire them or maybe even question them, that we actually become brave enough to use our power and use what we have inside that makes us so special. And I'll tell you this just from my own personal experience, and Lord has it been a journey, but through this journey of the past 9, 10, 11 years now that I've been working to cultivate my gifts and I've been working to step into who I truly am, hello, Leo rising, right? But when I've learned to step into that, man, it feels like I'm just on top of the world. I'm ruling my life. I even said to my husband tonight, like as he knows, every moon day is a really busy day to me. I have to get a lot of things out on social media. I have to get things out 
um, online. I have to, um, you know, get my emails out and I have to prepare for my moon circle. And he kind of made this comment of like, okay, like I'll see you in a couple of hours, you know, I'll just be hanging out. And I was like, Hey, remember that time before all of this, when I just worked as a retail manager and I was busting my tail 60 hours a week and I wasn't getting recognized for my performance and I wasn't happy and I had to work a lot and I couldn't make my own schedule and I didn't have a lot of free time and I wasn't into any of this. I didn't do yoga. I didn't meditate. I didn't use crystals. I didn't use aromatherapy. I didn't know anything about astrology or the moon. I was a pretty stressed out, angry, moody individual, bitchy, just not, just not good. <laughs> and I said, look at me now, like I'm doing what I love and it's, it just brings me so much joy and I feel so abundant. And he's like, you're right. You're right. And I said, yeah. So, you know, I'm okay with this taking away my time all day. I'm okay with it taking a little, a little bit of that power because I actually really enjoy it. So this is a time to start discovering your gifts, to start cultivating your gifts and directing your energy there. Now, I've mentioned our ancestors several times tonight. Magha Natshatra is ruled by, first off, K2, which resides at the karmic tail of the cosmic snake, which represents our past life karma and our past life experiences and also our past life bloodline a little bit. This is also where the Pitris, which are the original forefathers in Vedic astrology, it's these Pitris, these original forefathers that reside in this area of the sky. So we're feeling the energy of not only the original ancestors, the original man and woman, or the original human race, but we're also feeling the energy of our own ancestors and our own bloodline. I guarantee that some of these gifts or these psychic senses or these um, abilities to craft, I guarantee that some of this is somewhere down your bloodline. My grandmothers had empathetic abilities. My feminine bloodline had telepathic capabilities, telekinetic capabilities, um, clairvoyant capabilities, clairsentient, clairaudient capabilities, mediumship capabilities. And all of those things are in me. And I questioned them for a really long time, thought I was crazy, didn't understand any of it. And now I'm just like, this is who I am. <laughs> this woo-woo witchy woman. Um, I've embraced what's in my bloodline, but I also have my own gifts that I do believe that were um, maybe uh, blocked or they were dimmed down or, you know, they were put away for some reason in past lives. And I've had this opportunity in this life to really come forward and step into those gifts and step back into that source soul 
power. So this is a time to look back at your bloodline, like look at your ancestors. Did your ancestors have gifts that you feel like you have certain capabilities? Or do you just feel like you're um, bringing about gifts with this new evolution of human consciousness? You can be the new star seed. You can be the new soul that's bringing that into this planet. But whatever it is, it's time to bring it out of you. Bring it out of your heart. Bring it out of your past. Let it all shine through under this full moon in the Maga Nakshatra. So with that, we've talked a little bit about the Western astrology. We've talked about the Eastern astrology. I think it's time for us to stop talking and take a little bit of action. We're almost up here on our hour. I mentioned that we're going to be doing a breathwork practice tonight. This is a purifying breathwork practice known as lion's breath or lion's breathing. I think it's perfectly appropriate for this circle considering we have Leo energy, lion energy on both sides of the world. So we're actually going to express ourselves like the lion. We're going to purify our throat chakras by letting ourselves roar. I already had you practice this in the beginning of the transmission. I had you take a couple of deep breaths, maybe bring in a little bit of sound. When we bring in sound, we vibrate all the way through our body. We vibrate and relax our frequency. We vibrate and release blockages in our chakras. And we vibrate and release energy. You might have stuck energy right now with this full moon. This will help to let it out. Dana mentioned that anger earlier that she had. If you're still here, Dana, that's going to help you out. Um, and, and so this really helps to purify or release anything that we need to. So the way that we do this for now, we're just going to sit and do it if you're here tuning into the video. And you're going to have to stick out your tongue when you exhale. So you'll inhale through the nose. You'll stick out your tongue when you exhale and maybe even tilt your head back or look up a little bit so that you really get into that throat chakra. Now, the more you tilt up, the more compression you're putting with your tongue to your throat and you're creating a bit of a growl or a purr or a roar like those wild cats. And that's what we're going for. So I'm just going to demonstrate this really quick. I'm going to take a deep breath in and then I'm going to stick my tongue out and exhale. And if you're just in the audio, you can hear it. I got stuff in my throat right now, right? I'm feeling that, right? Sometimes it's going to feel more like... making sound, okay? So I want you to do whatever you feel called to do. If you want to enhance this energy, you either look up while you stick your tongue out and breathe, or you let your eyes roll to the back of your head, okay? So let's try this. Let's all take a deep breath in. On the exhale, stick the tongue out, make the sound. Notice that time I was a little less with the sound because I purified that blockage in my throat before. I have to get a drink of water. I have to clear my throat now. <coughs> I've had some sinus stuff today, as I mentioned. Okay. That's why we have water in our moon circle to drink. <laughs> Especially with me talking, I have to nourish that throat chakra. 
So let's do this two more times and I'm gonna give you one more option if you're capable of it. I'm gonna describe this for the audio, for anybody tuning in to just the audio. If you wanna get your hands involved, remember that your hands are an extension of your heart chakra energy. So when we're working with lion's breath, we're purifying our throat, but we're also vibrating deeper down down into our heart. We're looking up, we're sticking our tongue out to really open up through the heart. So you wanna take your hands, you're gonna take them to the ground, but you're gonna turn your hands around. So your fingers, if you were bringing your hands to the ground, your fingers would be forward. You're gonna turn those around either to the corners behind you, or if you can rotate all the way back towards your body, you'll do your hands like that. You're gonna press the hands into the ground. You're gonna feel a stretch through your hands, your wrists, and up your forearms, maybe even higher up. This fully opens the throat chakra. So if you would like to go ahead and get into that position, you're gonna bring the hands down, turn the fingers around or wherever you're at take a deep breath in through the nose stick your tongue out notice how when I opened up my hands and opened up that heart area more I had another blockage come out right did you hear the difference in that let's do one more lion's breath wherever you want with the hands deep breath in and then just relax, shake it out. So just a little fun breath tonight, just to get everything vibrating, kind of move into your pranic source, where that pranic vibration is, get down into the heart space, and do things a little bit different tonight. Now other practices you could do with this full moon, you, I mentioned you could charge the moon water and tomorrow you could do some sacred bathing with that. Maybe it's just your feet, maybe you wash your ha um, hair with that, water. Maybe it's just you splash your face with it. Maybe you cleanse around your heart. Um, you could also use the water to create some of those um, uh, potions that I mentioned with the rose petals or the orange in the water. You could also use fire with this full moon. So you could write a list of everything that you need to release or change or transform. And you could take fire to that list of paper, burn it away, be safe of course. Or if you have a bonfire outside, something like that. If you need to burn some things away, go ahead and use this fire to do so. This is a great moon to look at your relationships, to notice those energetic exchanges, and also think about the energy of time a little bit, right? The full moon affects water. Water is also an energy of time. Think about how time always moves on and always flows. So if you're having some issues with your relationship with time management, this is a good time to reevaluate how you divide up your energy throughout your night and day. Full moons are going to shine light on whatever you need to pay attention to right now. Whatever you need to change, change, shift, set a boundary around, cut a tie with, the full moon's going to let you know. And the key is that you follow your heart, right? Really listen to your heart. Where is your heart calling you to change? Where is your heart calling you to direct your energy? Who is your heart calling you to, if anybody? Maybe you're just being called back to yourself. That's important as well. But keep in mind your heart with all of the decision making that you're doing, moving forward with the rest of this lunar cycle in regards to how you direct and exchange your energy.
So if you have anything you want to say in the comments or any questions, feel free to put that in there now. I'm going to bring out these tarot cards. I want to mention the tarot reading that I did for this full moon. Before I do this, I just want to take a deep breath. We'll probably run over for the next 10 minutes and then we'll be done with our circle. If you want to join me with this breath, go ahead. Just taking a moment to thank the cards for what messages they have to offer us. Whatever we need to hear, let us hear it. Whatever we need to see, let us see it. Whatever we need to know, let us find that wisdom now. So I typically pull a past, present, and future card. I did that tonight as well. For our past card, I actually pulled Temperance. Patience, the angel of time, dipping her toes into the present moment as the river of time streams through, right? You can't make that up. <laughs> this is also the number 14, and that breaks down to the number 5. 1 plus 4 is 5. And our past, this is the past card, remember? Our past was a 5-year, 2021. 2 plus 2 plus 1 is 5. So the temperance card recognizes the patience we've had to cultivate and hold over the past couple of years. She also reminds us that new times are ahead, to trust that what is flowing will bloom new great things. Look at the iris on this card blooming. She's also pouring from cup to cup, so she's managing her emotions a bit. She's learning to control herself a little bit more. She's also managing her energy and she's managing her time and she's managing her energetic exchanges. These are all things that are coming forth right now in this Leo moon. And remember that this is the sun season of Aquarius. So this energy of doing things differently, of paying attention to our energy, of shaking things up, you know, it's been here for a couple of weeks. So, you know, if you're feeling like, You've been a little waterlogged with the energy or you're feeling over emotional right now. You know, the temperance card is also recognizing that as well. I do think this is also a representation of the new karmic um, portal, the new eclipse portal that we've moved into. We shifted back a couple of months ago and for the next 18 months, we're in Taurus Scorpio nodes as far as our karmic energy um, as far as the eclipse cycle. And so I do believe that the temperance card is telling us that we have this opportunity for change, for evolution, for doing things differently. But we might see some things come back around again, like some of the same choices or the same crossroads or the same people. And that's because we're having an opportunity to shift that and evolve that now. Be patient. Be patient in the process because it may take some time before you feel different. Or even as you're manifesting your intentions right now, it still might take some time before that comes to fruition. Now for the present card, I pulled the Magician. And the Magician is the second card of the Tarot deck. So we are in kind of the second chapter. We're in the second half of the lunar cycle. And this is the first lunar cycle of the lunar year of 13 moons. We're in the first full moon of 13 full moons. So it's a really magical time. And if you see on the card, we've got all four major arcana out there. We have the wand, the cup, the sword, 
and the pentacle. So he has all of the elements, right? Earth, air, wind, fire. And he's bringing in the element of ether. There's an infinite loop above his head. Cosmic consciousness. He's bringing all this in for alchemy, okay? So this is a time of alchemy. This is a time of rebirthing yourself, of changing the way you feel about things, of changing your relationship to people, even people of the past, even if you don't have a relationship with them anymore, you still have an emotional attachment, an energetic relationship. And right now you're being asked to maybe modify that, maybe alchemize that a little bit so it doesn't bring you down into a lower frequency and so that you're able to really embrace joy, embrace gratitude, embrace love and evolve from that. Now, the magician also represents the planet Mercury. <laughs> Can't make that up. I pulled this card while we're in that post-retrograde shadow again until the 24th. And this may be a time when we're feeling a little challenged with expressing ourselves or finding our gifts or letting our gifts come through or cultivating that magic. But it's okay because the magician recognizes that it's there and that our potential is infinite and that our power is limitless and if we'll, we'll just be patient, <laughs> we're embarking on a new chapter and we'll see ourselves in a new journey soon enough. Finally, for the future card, I have the three of pentacles, a great card to pull for our future because this is all about joy, fortune, abundance, kind of like endeavors paying off. So if you've already been cultivating your craft, if you've already been cultivating your magic, the three of pentacles is recognizing that and saying, hey, it's going to pay off now. Maybe you're going to be energetically supported. Maybe you're going to be more supported by people around you. Maybe you're going to be financially supported. In some way, you're going to see growth and you're going to feel more worth around this and more self-worth with it too because the more that we're recognized with our gifts right like I mentioned that you know I kind of do this for a living now people validate my gifts they actually pay me money for them and that's not always what we need but we need some sort of recognition for what makes us unique and the three of pentacles says hey if you've already been cultivating what makes you so special then you're going to get some recognition for that now, if you're not there yet, if you've been working on that, trying to discover that, or trying to put more time towards that, the Three of Pentacles says you need to do it. Because if you do it, if you focus your energy towards your gifts, towards your individuality, towards expressing that and bringing that through, then you will find more support, and you will find more abundance, and you will find more joy and more success. Look at the colors of the card. We've got orange, sacral, chakra which is all about pleasure and the yin and creativity. And then we have fertility, by the way. And then we have yellow, which is the sun, which is action, which is fire, which is yang, which is the masculine. So when the two come together, we have abundance, growth, conception, joy. And that's what this full moon in Leo is asking us to call into our lives now. Call in more joy. Call in more time to do the things that elevate your fun factor. Some of you may know or may not know, but I have a business on the side where I create all natural bath products, bath salts, bath bombs, and bubble bars. And I was thinking to myself, just in this lunar portal since the sun season of Aquarius, because I've gotten really busy, 
I own a yoga studio. It's the first of the year. Really busy there. I have a lot of birth charts. I have a lot of Reiki sessions. I have a lot of things I'm doing on the side in the woo-woo world. And I thought to myself, man, like, do I really have time for this other, this other thing, this other business pursuit? But then I also thought to myself, I really like doing this. It helps me to be creative. It allows me to be artistic because I'm ruled by Venus. I'm a Libra and I like to artistically express. So when I get to paint these bath bombs and create different shapes and scents and blends, I really have a lot of fun with it. It brings out my artistic expression. It helps me to express myself because I get to decide what I create and what I sell. And it brings me a lot of fun. It actually helps me de-stress. It's very meditative. And I would do it. I had a realization. I even said it out loud, both to my family and to myself, that I would do that even if I wasn't making money with it or I like didn't need to make money with it or I wasn't making money with it. I'd still do it for fun, even if I was just crafting them for myself or for my family. So, you know, we have to find what brings us joy. We all have hobbies. We all have things that are fun that maybe don't make us money or maybe don't support us financially in the way that we want. But what if they did? What if you could do the things that you love that are fun for you that you would do no matter what? What if you could get paid for that? I'm going to tell a personal story here. I don't want to talk too long. But if you're on my email list, you kind of know this now. I love being on social media. I love just like having fun and playing around with reels. I'm not a fan of the TikTok world. I'm more into the reels world on Instagram and Facebook too. And I wrote on my vision board a couple of months ago that I wanted to monetize my social media. I'm trying very hard to monetize my YouTube, my podcast, my social media accounts you know, my website. And I started making reels for fun. I told myself that I would make a reel a day. And I've almost stuck to that commitment. And it hasn't always been easy. But almost every day I post a reel. A couple weeks ago, I got invited into a Facebook bonus program for reels, where I get paid for my reels views from my Mother Moon Yoga page. I am getting paid to have fun. And it's something that I was doing even before I was making money. And was I trying to monetize my social media? Well, not necessarily through reels. I was really trying to monetize other things like my YouTube and my podcast. My reels, making reels is what I do for fun. It helps me to de-stress, helps me to lighten my load and have a little bit of humor in my life. I need that as Leo rising. (laughs) And now I'm getting paid for it. Three of Pentacles, your ventures pay off when you put your energy towards what elevates your fun factor and what brings you more pleasure. So I'm going to leave you with that. I hope that you use these next two weeks, the rest of this lunar cycle, to bring in more joy, to give yourself permission to be brave enough to express that you need fun in your life, maybe to just express yourself in general. I'm sending you so many blessings as you learn to follow your heart and embrace the gifts and the uniqueness and the individuality that comes from your own unique heartbeat, your own unique frequency. 
Our energy is contagious and your energy is electric. And when you let that spark from your heart ignite, it will impact others. It will impact them. It will shock them into awakenings that they never knew about before. Maybe you just make soap. You wouldn't believe the lives you could change making soap. I have made so many bath bombs for people who are grieving, who have gone through grief in the past couple of years. I don't just make bath bombs to make bath bombs. I make them with a purpose. I have fun doing it. But through having fun doing it, I'm helping people. We all have that electric spark to elevate the frequency of the world using our own special, unique gifts that bring us true joy and make us feel like we're finally living in who we truly are. Thank you, sisters and brothers, for letting me be who I truly am. Thank you for letting me express myself. Thank you for believing in me and my gifts and supporting me. Maybe you just support me because you tune into these moon circles. Every little bit counts. And I thank you for that. And I'm holding space for you and your gifts and your capabilities and your abilities and your senses and your psychic intuitions and just all of it. Things that maybe haven't even been labeled yet that you have, that you know are different. We're always, always shining light on new things in the world. Always uncovering new discoveries. Maybe you have one of those discoveries within you that you can uncover first. Go explore, Moon Sisters and Moon Brothers. Enjoy this Leo full moon, this energy of Magha Nakshatra. Call on your ancestors to show you the way to support you. Call on your loved ones. Tell everyone that you love them, your friends, your family, the people that mean a lot to you. And protect your power. Protect your life. Rule your life with royalty, with sovereignty, with a royal consciousness. Because you deserve it. I'm going to seal our circle. I'm going to release the guides and guardians of the five directions. And then we're going to be done tonight. If you have anything left, feel free to put it in the comments. Also, if you catch the replay, feel free to comment. I do go back and check those and respond to them. I'm going to go ahead and take a deep breath. I'm going to take my wand in a clockwise counterclockwise direction. Dang Mercury. <laughs> counterclockwise direction coming on down. And first I release the guides and guardians of the spirit realm, the ether and the fifth element. All of the other energies that were with us tonight beyond our own planetary realm. We thank you for what you have shown us, what you have opened within us, we thank you for your continued guidance as we evolve. We also release the guides and guardians of the north with their element of earth, releasing our ancestors, honoring them for the wisdom that they've shared with us, releasing any other earthly energies that have been guiding us 
showing us signs. We thank you for your grounding energy. We thank you for this human experience. We thank you for your time, something we only find here on this planet. We release the guides and guardians of the West with the element of water now as the rain increases outside in this exact moment. From the Native American perspective, we're in the snow moon. This is a time when we experience the most winter precipitation. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, it might be the rainy season. If you're on another place in the world where it's warmer, rainy times. But we thank this water for purifying us, for cleansing us, for giving us an opportunity to begin again, for helping us to release our emotions. We thank the guides and guardians of the water and the West for being here. We also release the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire, we thank you for burning away what no longer serves. We thank you for igniting our hearts, flames, and desires. We thank you for firing us up to start taking action towards our goals and intentions, to start living out of our truest self, to authentically express. We thank you, guides and guardians of the South, and your fire for being here. And finally, we release the guides and guardians of the East the element of air, this Aquarius season that we're in right now, air energy, igniting our intellect, igniting our consciousness, helping us to move beyond our earthly bodies and into those higher frequencies. We thank you for the prana that elevates us now. We thank you for creating space with each breath. And we thank the guides and guardians of the air and the east for being in our circle tonight as that car zooms by. <laughs> so thank you so much for tuning in tonight. I hope that you found some wisdom in our full moon circle, that the full moon is shining light on some things for you. I'm sending you all the blessings of this lion-hearted Leo energy. We are going to meet again on March 2nd to honor the new moon in Pisces. We will again meet here on the Vina Lene Facebook page, 7 p.m. Central Time on March 2nd. And of course, the replays will be available. If you happen to miss out, we'll have that audio on my Follow Your Path podcast, which can be found on Google, Apple, and Spotify. Just search Vina Lene or Follow Your Path. I find that people have more success with Vena, V-E-E-N-A-L-E-N-A-E. -E -E. We'll also have replays of those transmissions on my Vena Lene YouTube channel and VenaLene.com, my website. We will not be meeting for the full moon in Virgo on March 18th. I have had to cancel that virtual moon circle. It's all good. I'm actually going to be in Dallas, Texas for a training and some continued education. Thank Goddess, I get to do a continuing education in person. I haven't been able to in 
three years, over three years, almost three and a half years since I've done continuing education in person thanks to COVID. So now I'm able to go do a Thai yoga massage training. I'm so excited. I'm also going to be spending time at a Kundalini studio. So I'm going to take some time off to go experience all of that. So I will not be joining you for that moon circle, but if you're signed up for my newsletter, you will be getting your moon musings newsletter during that time with all kinds of information about the moon. And of course, you can always read what I have to write. I also write about the moon and I write about the tarot pool on my website and I also put that up on my social media. So make sure to follow Vina Lene on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Podcast World. Catch my website. <laughs> Leo Rising. My ego's like, follow me, follow me. Look at me, look at me. <laughs> Share my reels. Help me make some money. <laughs> I actually have a big plan um, with those bonuses. I'm going to see how that continues. It's my first month trying it out. But if it continues to be successful, I'm going to donate a portion of my bonuses I earn for my reels towards a karmic cause every month. So I'm going to work on doing that here in another month. If it all plays out and it works out and I see the money in my bank account and I know it's all th a thing, um, we'll start using all of that money for good, right? For humanitarian purposes. So... Thanks for tuning in tonight. I hope that you are feeling great under this moon, that you're feeling like you're going to make some change. Let's move forward into the rest of this lunar year with a lot more balance and harmony and peace and ease and growth and joy and pleasure and abundance and all kinds of good fortune. So it is, so it is, so it is. And until we meet again, may we all be happy. May we all be healthy. May we all know peace. May we all feel safe. May we all feel loved. I'll see you next time. Namaste. I hope today's message served you. If you enjoy the Follow Your Path podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. As a thank you, every month I do a drawing from the reviews and I choose one person to win a free one hour, one-on-one -on -one soul coaching session with me. This can be done in person or online depending on where you are. I also feature reviews on my website and social media, so thank you for the feedback and the testimonials. It truly is an honor to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in and I look forward to meeting with you again in the next episode.